We still do seven NUFC Matters show a week for free. But if you want to help support NUFC Matters, then there are a few ways of doing it. Hit the like button on each live broadcast and video. This helps the channel grow. Hit the subscribe button and select the all notifications bell so you don't miss a single show. If you want to help us financially, then you can join the channel using this button with the membership starting at $1.99 a month. Or you can drop us a donation in the chat using a super sticker. We're also looking for sponsors. If you'd like your brand advertised on the flies for the show and featured during the ad break, then email john at nufcmatters.com to arrange today. morning welcome along to nufc matters it is those were the days where i hand over the reins to the very capable and very experienced uh one-eyed naval architect george mitchell how are you george i'm fine steve we're an introduction it's good job my son's not listening because he used to say to people when i was introduced as a naval architect when he was younger he used to say remember who designed the titanic <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've got the door. Oh, you need, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to the yard so you can go and get the door. Okay. A big thanks to all our sponsors: Skips and Bins, telephone 0800 25 email inquiries at skipsandbins.com, website skipsandbins.com. Easy contract free and pay as you go waste collection. Thanks to Mr. Vicky Sources, handmade in Cumbria. You can find out more about them from their website, mrvickys.co.uk. Or by calling 01768 210102. Thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the video side of things. And thanks to United Group Travel, UK coach holiday firm based in Morpeth. There's no strangers on there to us, just people you haven't met yet. They're now taking bookings for 2024. You can call 01670 632 460 0791 4174 or 07957-141-654, or go to the website, unitedgrouptravel.com. Please subscribe to the channel. Hit the subscribe button underneath the video today. We still do seven shows a week. Hit the thumb up under the video to like it. It does us a big favor. Click share to share to your other social media and let people know about NUFC Matters. We're also a podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast providers. If you want to help the show financially, you can take out a £25 one-off membership. You get a scarf, a pen, a cup, and a membership card. How do you get it? Go to nufcmatters.com, look for membership. If you've got a smartphone, then put your smartphone over the QR code, and it will take you straight to that section on the website. We also support the food bank on this channel. 
You can donate to the food bank today by going to nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk. We do support events on this channel as well. If you've got an event, please send it in and we'll promote it. The Time Theatre and Opera House are doing a Keegan, Beardsley and Waddle event, the Class of 84, 25th of January, 2024. Book now by calling 08 44 And the Tyneside Irish Centre, they're doing an event with Frank Clark and John Gibson on Thursday, December the 7th. You can get tickets from nufcmatters.com and they are priced at £15. There's also some uh, tickets available on Groupon. Don't forget, you can catch me five days a week, Monday to Friday, with Rye, Dave and Daz on the Northeast Footy Brecky Show, 7 till 9, and you can catch us on The Red, The Toon and The Cat and on Toon Radio's website. What's up us on the day? 033-043-2002. The perfect way to start your day. Ah, just a reminder that uh, for, the, for the Frank Clark event, the um, the match will be shown uh, on that night. So those people who are thinking, oh, well, I'd rather watch the Everton game, Frank and Gibbo are going to come on pre-match, half-time and post-match. So well worth getting along to watch a match with a tune legend. Go on, George. Uh, interesting that the knock at the front door was uh, football-related as well. It's my grandson coming to pick up his ticket for Bournemouth, which I got. Ah. <laughs> so... Good stuff. All yeah. right, what year, what year are we going back to, George? Uh, first year back in the Premiership, 93-94, Steve. Over um, Yeah, thank you. Um, and just a just a, a personal note is is the intro music. If anybody's listening to it, it was it's a good one for me because my Marjorie loved that music. So so it's a good way to start my day. Right here we go, 93-94. What was happening elsewhere? Well, in in music terms. Uh, Madonna was top with deeper, 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 deeper and deeper. Um, whole new world. The theme from the Aladdin Aladdin picture was uh, was there. Uh, Prince was there. It, it's with seven. Ordinary world. Duran Duran. Uh, I'm every woman. Whitney Houston. Quite a range of uh, very very well known songs in, in the in the top and. Uh, the, the films, well, the films were swamped that year with with Aladdin, it, 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 uh, an animation that that topped the uh, the the number one films for seven months out of the twelve, and the only one that got into the into the top was uh, Few Good Men, which is another brilliant film. So that's that's the world outside of football. That's that's what was happening, and any the the new Leases stand was opening, so that increased attendances by over 20 percent and also um people had got used to the the, the keegan mantra that uh, if they score three we score four sort of thing <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so people were, were, were quite excited how that would work in the premiership um and just to show that uh typical keegan he never started a season without a stir um coming in we had peter beardsley uh Nikos Pavlososlu, the the Greek Alex Mathi, Alan Malcolm, um, Malcolm Allen, Malcolm Allen, yeah, yeah. Uh, Richard Appleby, Mike Cooper, Meg Jeffrey, Chris Holland, Rule Fox, and Darren Peacock. Um, quite a quite a um, 
an array in, but just as big an array out, of course. Some of them very big names, David Kelly, Alan Thompson, uh, which I think sad that he, he disappeared too soon, but he couldn't behave himself, but never mind, allegedly. Um, Tommy Wright, David Roach, and Killer Klein went, um, despite the fact that he, he really saved our skin. Liam O'Brien, another sad loss. Kevin Scott went to Tottenham and uh, Darren McDonald. So, uh, typical Keegan starting the season with a bang in every every way. And uh, typical Newcastle start the season with a pile of friendlies, as always. Um, the uh, started at, uh, at Hartlepool um, and then a uh, one at Bayrock Rangers, then a friendly at Rangers itself. Actually, I think the Berwick Rangers one has got a yeah, they 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 actually produced that program, which is which is quite nice. Um Rangers, then Gateshead, Scunthorpe United, and then Liverpool, uh uh at uh, at Liverpool. So good uh, range of games to get get were warmed up. And my first uh, first match was uh, was at Tottenham. Um it was Tottenham at home rather. And uh, it uh, promised to be quite a quite an event. Um, Tottenham were uh, riding high, you know. They they they, they, um, uh, they look like contenders again. Is is what I think what I'm trying to say. Um, and uh, they they started with uh, um, Toesfeld and goal, Dean. Dean Austin, Saul Campbell, Colin Calderwood, Steve Sledgley, Gary Mabbitt, Jason Dozell, David Howells, and Vinnie Samways, Gordon Jury, um, and uh, Sheringham, Teddy, Teddy Sh Sheringham. And they were quite, they were a real football site. 35,000 at, at, at uh, um, St. James's Park. Um, we... Uh, um uh yeah it, 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 it and of course with it with the reduced numbers it was that was nearly a full house but uh yeah, still a good crowd and and all all expectations high that we might start the season on a on a victory keegan's first team that year was uh, Cernichok, kevin scott uh, barry venison steve howie john Beresford, paul bracewell lee clark rob lee nicholas Pavlosavlu, um Malcolm Allen and Andy Cole, um, and on the subs bench John Burridge. Um, we uh, um, started slowly, um, is the only way to describe it, and unfortunately, too slowly because by the time, by the time we woke up uh, on thirty-six minutes, Teddy Sheringham had had put Spurs one up, despite it being an attractive game, end-to-end -end stuff. It never looked like anybody was ever going to score again, and and it didn't. That's how it ended. It ended it with a with a a one nil Spurs. So our next game was away to Coventry, and uh, um, uh, a game normally we would like to win. Um, Coventry always have quite quite attractive programs, I think. But never mind. Um, and uh, they they Keegan. Uh, uh, changed one or two of the, of the team. Cernicek, Watson, 
John Beresford was in off the bench, Venison, Scott, Bracewell, Rob Lee, Liam O'Brien, Andy Cole and Lee Clark. And uh, um, 16,000 at uh, Highfield Road. And uh, we, we're hopeful that uh, uh, we might... Um, we might get a victory here, but uh, being a Newcastle fan, it doesn't pay to hope uh, to hope too hard, uh, because even even with uh, Keegan in charge, we we struggled in this game. This this wasn't one of our better games. Coventry team, uh, Gold in in in, in goal, uh, Peter Atherton, Phil Barbex, Liverpool, uh, Steve Morgan, uh, Sean Flynn, Tony Sheridan, um, Roy Wiggery. Uh, who they got from uh, from Nottingham Forest, and a certain Mickey Quinn is, is leading our line, who he did they got from us uh, earlier in the, the previous season. Um, Highfield Road was never a very big ground, but nineteen if it's sixteen thousand in, uh, made it look uh, look big. Um, but we 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 flat out to deceive in this one. Um, we. Uh, we we went ahead on an own goal on 22 minutes and it looked like we might get a one nil victory, but uh, Peter Nedvu, the, the the dangerous forward, and then Mick Harford on 58 and 85 minutes give Coventry a victory they deserved because we 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 never looked like we were going to win this game, uh, in all honesty. But uh, um, so we we we, we got uh, what we deserved, I think, out of that on a two-one loss. Next game was a was a game which uh, always excites uh, Newcastle fans. Certainly excites me, and that's uh, Manchester United, and it's at, at Old Trafford, and uh, forty two thousand at the game uh, at Old Trafford, and uh, uh, Keegan sends an unchanged team: Cerner, Check, Watson, Beresford, uh, Venison, Scott, Bracewell, Lee, O'Brien. Andy Cole, Lee Clark, and Pat Vaslu. Um, they um, and not surprisingly, with it being where it was, they really, they really give this this one a go. This, they couldn't praise them uh, more because uh, all the pundits, there wasn't a pundit that didn't think that we would get a, a tank in at this one, having made such a poor start, but. Uh, um that uh, that wasn't to be and Manchester United of course riding high. Um I love I love this uh, this uh, publication I get some of the stuff off who loves to give everybody their full names, you know. <laughs> uh, Sir Alec Ferguson C B E by Jove. Um Peter um Schmeichel, Peter Bolslow Schmeichel in goal, uh, Paul Parker. Um, Steve, Stephen, Roger, Bruce uh, in the back lane, Gary Andrew, Pallister, uh, Joseph, Dennis Irwin, Ryan, Joseph, Giggs, Paul Emerson, <laughs> Ince. <laughs> it's amazing. I, I don't know. They must look at the birth certificates when they're writing this. Um, Keen, Roy Keen, uh, Brian Robson, and uh, Mark Hughes. I mean, that that's a glittering array of names and anybody facing that lot would feel daunted. Well, our lot didn't feel daunted. They really give it a go. 
sadly on 40 minutes they, they, they let Ryan Giggs, Giggs free and he he typical dri- dribble and slot in the bottom corner uh, from him um but the lads kept going and and, and I don't know what Keegan said to them the hard time but they they didn't just come out and defend they really had a go and on 70 minutes um none other than Andy Cole scored an equalizer and from then on um we we couldn't we could have stinked it because the lads really did give it a go so the not only did, was that a good draw, it, it, it showed showed the fans that uh, we weren't going to be lying down for anybody in this one. So, um, a good a good game and a good good result. Um, next game is uh, Everton at home, and uh, we uh, hoping that on the back of that Manchester United result, we might get something out of this one, and uh, we can. Feels an unchanged team, which you would expect with a result like that. Thirty-five thousand at the game, and uh, Everton come with their all-star team at the time: Neville Southall, Gary Ablett, Andy Hinchcliffe, Paul Holmes, Matt, Matt Jackson, Peter Beagry, John Eberl, Stuart, Graham Stewart, dangerous Scottish centre forward, Mark Ward, Tony Cotty, really dangerous. Uh, Mid, attacking midfielder and Paul right out another one who who uh, you'd have to watch all the time um just to keep keep it on your toes um it's a uh, a good game the end to end stuff um and uh, it uh, it's um uh, a one that could go either way the way they're playing um we have to bring Malcolm Allen on as a substitute, and uh, and very early because of an injury. And lo and behold, he's no sooner on the pitch than he makes it one nil. Eighteen minutes, Malcolm Allen uh, puts with one nil in the lead, um, and that's how it stayed. Uh, although it was entertaining, woodwork hit and all that sort of thing, uh, it never looked like anybody was going to score again, uh, and so we we ran out one nil winners. But um, that was. Uh, um yeah that was uh what uh what mattered to the Gallagher corner this is what i'm trying to say that everybody was really pleased after the manchester result that we got we got points on the board in the premiership and uh we uh we we settled in about 14th position in the league which uh, is no disgrace for a for a promoted team um next game is is uh um, Blackburn Rovers at home now. Everybody thinks, well, haven't got uh, the points against uh, the previous uh, team. We, we, we'd uh, we'd get them against Blackburn. Well, uh, it wasn't that easy. We we played um, well, and they played well. But of course, the 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 championships uh, material Blackburn and uh, have a certain centre forward called Shearer who's going to take some looking after. Black our team unchanged from the the, the previous week, um, thirty five thousand at the game again, and uh, Blackburn Rovers Bobby Mim, Mims Patrick Anderson Hendrick Berry Nick Marker David May big centre half Graham Lasso who they got from Chelsea Stuart Ripley ex Borough man Tim Sherwood who's uh, you kind of get him off the telly at the moment um, Jess Wilcox. Kevin Gallagher, 
who we get to know even better in, in, in Newcastle, in Mike Newell, a very, very, very tidy team. Um, but no, Alan Shearer, he was on the bench coming back from an injury. And uh, uh, lo and behold, um, uh, it's a nil-nil at half time. Entertaining game, some good football, uh, but nobody looked like scoring. And uh, on the hour, Andy Cole slots in an opener for us from from uh, very close range, but typical Andy Cole. He, Cole, he sneaks in while the def defenders are still looking for the ball and puts a 1-0 up. Then they, they make a substitution, and he's no sooner on the pitch than the, the very same Alan Shearer on 75 minutes makes it 1-1. From then on, it was it was an excellent game of football if anybody there would 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 enjoy it because um typical keegan we we didn't just defend the draw uh we went for it and they did as well i mean uh they um they um they 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 wanted to uh, win just as much as we did um because they were they were um managed by none other than kenny dalglish at that time um so um yeah, the both both teams went for it, and it, it, it was a very creditable one-one draw, but a good a good game of football. Um, next, we're away to Ipswich Town uh, at Portman Road, twenty thousand at the game, and uh, Kevin Keegan sends his same to unchanged team down to Portman Road. Um, only changes are on the uh, subs bench. With uh, Liam O'Brien and uh, Alan, Alan Nielsen as the subs, um, and the, the lads give it a go, and, and indeed, not only give it a go on 47 minutes, um, that very same man Andy Cole again uh, slots a slots a wall in from the edge of the penalty area, and uh, we're going, uh, we're going uh, just just ahead. However, um, 77 minutes. Um, Ipswich forward Chris Kuomwa, who, who who's a, always a dangerous player, um, manages to get them an equaliser. Ipswich team, notable names um, uh, for us were, were of course Paul Goddard, who was uh, who was their captain on that day, um, Steve Whitten and John Walk, very dangerous forwards, and uh, uh, but one one it stayed. Um, after that 77-minute goal by Chris Kouanwa. and, and uh, um, But an entertaining game. Ipswich always an entertaining uh, side. And uh, um, I'm saying Paul Goddard was captain. Not only captain, he was actually player manager that day as well because he was he was managing the team on that particular occasion. Um, however, it still keeps us going. And we're, we're, we're 13th in the league now. We're slowly but surely clawing our way up. Um, and we're at home to Sheffield Wednesday. Now Sheffield Wednesday aren't aren't uh, uh, doing that much at, at this time, and, and people expect we'd get a victory. And uh, um, so we uh, we're looking forward to this game. At least most people were. Um, Thirty-four thousand at the game. Um, Keegan changes the goalkeeper. Tommy Wright goes in goal because I think Pav's got an injury. Otherwise, the team's unchanged. 
puts Alec Matthew on the on the subs bench for the first time, and uh, it's an entertaining game. Entertaining game. Andy Cole on twenty one minutes. Uh, Andy Stinton from from Sheffield Wednesday equalises. Um, then same Andy Sinton just after half time makes it two one, um, and and we're struggling to uh, to get into the match. But uh, Andy Cole makes it to equalise it on seventy six, and then Alex Matthew comes on a sub and scores almost as soon as he comes on at eighty one minutes. And then Malcolm Allen makes it four uh, two. And we run out easy for two winners, but it, but it was it was tougher than people expected. The Sheffield Wednesday um, put up far sterner resistance than than people people thought they would. Next game is away to Swindon Town, and uh, um, Swindon are, are tidy football side, but they they shouldn't be threatening us. They they shouldn't be in a position to threaten us, and. Uh, it looks it looks it looks that way. We uh Lee Clark is in the side. Um same team, Tommy Wright, Watson, Beresford, Venison, Scott, Bracewell, uh Robert Lee, Lee Clark, Andy Cole, Peter Beardsley, and Malcolm Allen. And uh Peter Beardsley coming in after just being signed. Um sixteen thousand at the game, which is a, a good crowd for Swindon. And uh um well, it, we're skating it. 37 minutes, Lee Clark. 45 minutes, right on half-time, Malcolm Allen. So we go in at half-time, 2-0 up. Um, and Swindon, who... Um, uh, are managed now by John Gorman, the Scottish international uh, goalkeeper. Um, they're... they're, they're Play good football. I mean, Glenn Hoddle had left them in a position where they had lots of like, talented youngsters. Um, and uh, Fraser Digby and goal. One name that's worth mentioning is Paul Borden, who, who we get to know um, much uh, more later on. And then they had Mickey Hazard, who, that uh, yes, he's on his way down from, from Chelsea, but still a talented player. Uh, John Monkern, Nick Summerby, um, and... Uh, um, uh, Faircroft, the the, the uh, Norwegian centre forward, and Andy Much uh, playing playing upside him. After half time, don't know what Swindon had in their tea, but they, they tore us apart after after half time. Um, it ended up with uh, Martin Ling and Andy Much equalised on sixty and sixty one minutes, but by the end of that game, it was backs to the wall. Newcastle were having to defend like heroes to to keep a 2-2 draw, having gone right in, in the lead at, uh, at a crucial moment. Uh, but we got the draw and that, that's that's all that matters. Um, next game is uh, is a home game against not County, but it's in the League Cup, uh, second round of the League Cup. And uh, um, we uh, haven't made progress in this trophy for a while. And uh, that's a familiar story for Newcastle fans, sadly. Um, Pav's fit and he's back in the team, otherwise it's an unchanged team. Um, 26,000 at the game. And uh, Notts County come with uh, um, uh, Mick Walker as, as their manager, ex-player, ex and uh, um, sort of Notts County 
guiding the wool uh, character. Um, their team, some some familiar names, Steve Cherry and Goal, um, Michael uh, Mark Draper up front, um, Gary McSwigan uh, was a dangerous uh, uh, attacking midfielder, and uh, Robbie Turner um, on the right side of the attack, another um, dangerous player. Um, the um, games. Uh, Starts off with a bang uh, because uh, from a corner, a pad manages to punch the ball into his own net, and so Notts County um, start with a with a 16-minute uh, opener. Um, just on 30 minutes, Andy Cole manages to slot in a, an equaliser, so we go in one-one with the. Uh, I remember how nervous the Gallagher corner was at that thinking that uh, is this another banana skin, but they need no worried because. Uh, after half time, out comes Andy Cole and completes a hat trick. Fifty-four minutes, sixty-three minutes, two pitches of goals. Um, my memory is both good shots from the edge of the area, the bottom corner of the net, and then finished on seventy-five minutes with a with a Paul Bracewell free kick, which uh, nobody was going to get. Um, so a four-one victory in the uh, in that uh, first leg of the of the League Cup. Um, against Notts County. Next game is a home game in the league to, to West Ham. And uh, again, another side that plays good football. 35,000 again, the crowd back up to where it uh, would expect it to be. Um, West Ham with uh, um, uh, a good reputation for football. Um, managed by... Um, Billy Bonds, their ex-player, a man with a, a big reputation in football, and of course uh, related to uh, to the Lampards and and all of the the other um, Harry Redknapp. They, they're all interrelated and intermarried, um, but they, they, he, he's got a good side with uh, some good names: Kenny Brown, Steve Potts, Tony Gale, Ian Bishop, Dale Gordon, Mick Marsh. And Lee Chapman, big, big, big blonde centre forward, who was always a trouble whenever he played us. Um, we're um, looking good on this one. It, it, it's an it's an entertaining end to end stuff, and uh, we uh, it stays in the half time. And I've got to say, I haven't been at the match. I don't know how it stayed in the half time because it was it was end to end, and the only thing people didn't do was put the ball in the net. However, um, yeah, it changed after half time, and who could we rely on to change it? But none other than Andy Cole. On fifty-three minutes, he opens the scoring. Eighty-four minutes, he seals the scoring, and we get a good two-nil victory over West Ham, and an entertaining game. There's no no doubt about that. Um, next week we're away to Aston Villa. Now the Villa are being tipped for big things. Um, Nice picture of Dean Saunders on there. That's that's who that is. Um, uh, who we we have associations with. Um, Aston Villa. Um, some uh, names of people, characters that make you remember. Nigel Spink, the goalkeeper, always had lots to say for himself. Steve Staunton, ex Liverpool. Paul McGrath, ex Manchester United. Um, Gordon Cowens, a, a lovely um, 
midfielder who whose career was shortened by injury. I think Gordon Combs would have been in England international for a long time if he hadn't have been injured. But uh, Kevin Richardson, who we uh, uh, we know from uh, in another club not far away from us, um, Andy Townsend, who again we, we hear a lot on radio and television, Guy Whittingham, who who was a dangerous player, and uh, of course the man on that picture, Dean Saunders, who was the main attacker, the main goal scorer. Um, 38,000 at the game, and uh, we're, uh, we're up to sixth in the league, so a win would be would be great. And uh, entertaining game, end-to-end stuff. Nil-nil at half-time. Um, then after half-time, I don't know what Keegan said to them, but um, they just uh, tore Aston Villa apart. And on 46 minutes, just after half-time, uh, Malcolm Allen scores with a penalty. Andy Cole having been brought down as he was about to score. And then on 80 minutes, Andy Cole himself seals the victory uh, and we sail to a 2-0 win, which uh, is a good win because Villa, Villa are, are, are up there with everybody else challenging. Um, the only change in our team was that Mike Cooper went in goal because of a, a series of injuries which uh, um, left Pav and, uh, and uh, Tommy Wright uh, both on the bench. Um, but a great, a, a great, a good victory, and, and uh, pushing, pushing more up the league where we want to be. So it's our return game next with uh, Notts County in the in the in the second round of the League Cup. Well, we've got a four-one lead, so um, surely this is this is going to be the, we we go forward from here, and uh, Keegan sends. Sends a full-strength team. He doesn't mess about. Um, the same team that played in the league. And uh, 7,000 at the county ground, uh, Medellin. Um, and, uh, well, it's uh, it's, a, it's it's an annihilation, basically. Um, Malcolm Allen, 12, 35 minutes. Peter Beardsley, 44 minutes. Andy Cole, 59, 62, 82, uh, and in between, Gary McSwiggan gets a consolation for them, and Rob Lee, 85, uh, seals a 7-1 victory for Newcastle United, uh, which is not to be sneezed at, even, even at Notts County. And uh, the entertainers tags starting to starting to stick now, the way that they the way that we're playing. Um and of course, we come, we come back to uh, um, a home game with in the league with Queens Park Rangers. Uh, tidy football side, some dangerous players, um, unchanged team. Um, Mike Cooper stays in goal, uh, and 35, 34 and a half thousand at the game. Uh, referee Keith Hackett, there's a name to conjure with anybody that's been around a while. He was a controversial character. One of the referees that would open his mouth, though, um, Keith Hackett, they're all uh, play dumb, but Keith Hackett would actually have something to say. And uh, it got him into all sorts of bother, but I think that uh, part of the, the nice things about him. Um, playing well, good game. And uh, we uh, look like uh, we're heading to... Uh, We've got a good chance of a win here, but uh, 
Unfortunately for us, Queen's Park Rangers have a, a forward called Les Ferdinand in the front line, and he's given our defenders some, some stick. And on 10 minutes, a corner, and he's left unmarked and bang, header into the bottom corner, which uh, nobody could have stopped. It was like a, a bullet going into the bottom of the cor bottom corner. So we go in 1-0 down. Uh, remember the disquiet in the Gallagher corner, thinking, well, we, we're, we're doing so well, and all of a sudden QPR coming, we're not, we're not, we don't look so good. Um, anyway, we, we come out and uh, hopes are rise when Malcolm Allen on 48 minutes makes it 1 1. Um, but um, uh, our joy didn't last very long because Bradley Allen um, in the QPR side on 50 minutes makes it 2 1 to them. And after that, um, QPR just battened down the hatches and uh, and went home with a 2-1 win. We, we just couldn't break them down. So a bit disappointing, but uh, uh, that's how it went. That, that's how we were. So the next game is an away game at Southampton. Um, and uh, um, it's a one people that have been around a while, remember, because of one man, Matt Letizia. Matt Letizia gave us a real run around that night. It was a horrible game at the ground. I remember it was it was muddy, um, and uh, he uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred at the Dell. Um, we went with an unchanged team, and uh, it uh, looked like we may get something out of this game. Well, we would have done except for one man, Matt Latizier. We, every time we went forward, the ball ended up at his feet, and, and he. Defenders just didn't know what to do with them, and uh, on uh, 62 minutes, the inevitable happened, and the Tizier scored a, scored a goal. Uh, and Andy Cole rescued with 72 minutes, gets an equaliser. Then Matt Latissier scores. Uh, I think even now, when they do goal of the month and goal of the season, this is one of the ones that he play. He just took us apart and ended up by lobbing lobbing the goalkeeper. It was uh, a brilliant goal. 2-1 to Southampton and uh, uh, all on the back of, of one one player. Um, our team was unchanged. Um, uh, the uh, But that was matterless. It all, all revolved around one man. Um, referee again, Philip Don, another another character who's a referee that people knew in those days where um, sometimes they were totally anonymous, but not Philip Don. Um we, uh, the Southampton team had lots of stars Tim Flowers and Goal, um, Kevin Moore, Steve Wood, Paul Allen, uh, Neil Madison, and of course, Paul Allen, the brother of the Malcolm that plays for us. Um, and Matt Letizia, and Ian Dowie is a name that we know as well because he good mate of Shearer's and, and, and Shearer's brief tenure as manager, Dowie was his assistant. Um, and uh, people expected something out of this game, and they were very disappointed that we didn't. But as I say, all down to one man. Um, and uh, we're getting supporters getting a bit twitchy because we're, we're we're not uh, we're not pushing where we should be. Uh, we're, we're we're hovering around the middle of the league, and people expect we to be that little bit higher. 
anyway, we, we League Cup third round and we go to Wimbledon. Um, and uh, the, the, the crazy lot, the crazy um, gang, as they call them, uh, with, uh, Keegan sends an unchanged team, uh, which is great. 11,500 at Selhurst Park, which is where they're playing at the moment because of the developments at their ground. And uh, um, 23 minutes, Warren Barton, no less, for Wimbledon, scores the opening goal. Um, and uh, um, he uh, is part of a, a star to the team. Sagers in goal, Warren Barton, Brian McAllister, uh, Alan Kimball, Robbie Earl, um, Vinnie Jones, Andy Clark, John Fashionu, and Dean Holdsworth, a dangerous group of players. Um, anyway, Warren Barton scores the first goal on 23 minutes. Scott Sellers gets a free kick and uh, slots that home on uh, 28. So we go in 1 1. And it looks like we'd get a 1 1 until uh, somebody. Uh, hails to Mark Dean holds with the corner, and bang, it's it's two one. And that's the way it stayed, despite we having having a go. Uh, we couldn't get the equaliser or anything with it. So um, we uh, um, next is a, is uh, of course it would be typical Newcastle. We get drawn with Wimbledon in the cup, and then we play Wimbledon in the league, um, and uh, it's a home game against Wimbledon. And uh, Keegan Fields, an unchanged team, uh, 34,000 at the game. And uh, everybody's hoping that we will wake up having just had the match at Wimbledon and, and wake up the dead. Um, it was a uh, superb display um, with uh, Peter Beardsley on 36 minutes, um, Andy Cole on 60, Beardsley on 63, Beardsley on 71. So Beardsley had trick and Andy Cole getting the fourth. So go out 4 nil winners um, against the team, uh, which uh, was exactly the same as we played at uh, down at Salas Park, uh, but didn't perform that well. Uh, and we just, uh, well, we just took them apart, basically. Um, and, and they were never in it. Uh, so a good 4 nil victory. And... Uh, when I went to the top half of the, of the league, we're, we're ninth. Um, so we, we, we're now in the top, as I say, in the top half of the league. And uh, we're off to uh, to Oldham. Now, Oldham are, are Cinderella team, really. They, you know, people are struggling to see why, how they managed to get to the Premiership. But they did on, on, on merit, on football. And uh, so we go to uh, to uh, Boundary Park uh, and uh, thirteen thousand eight hundred at the game, and uh, um, people are hoping that we might get a result here. So all of them are struggling uh, in the wrong end of the table, and we're at least trying to to go up. And uh, um, all them team, Joe Royals, the manager, the ex Everton and England centre forward. And uh, got some stylish players, but people who are on their way down rather than up. Um, and uh, um, the big one, the big name, of course, is 
Graham Sharp, who used to play with Joe Royal at Everton as a centre, Scottish centre forward. Um, entertaining game, but uh, uh, we uh, leave Richard Johnson unmarked and he manages to make it 1-0 for Oldham. And that's how we go in at half-time. But we shouldn't be. We'd, we'd had enough attempts to get this lead in this game already. But after half-time, uh, didn't need much invitation because on 53 minutes, Andy Cole. 73 minutes, Peter Beardsley. And 81 minutes, Andy Cole. And we secure a 3-1 three, three victory, which takes us up to, uh, uh, to ninth in the league. Another referee worth remembering, Roger Gifford, a Welshman, uh, who, who used to be one of the ones that liked to have something to say, which, uh, as I say, I, I, I found quite refreshing, but of course it got them in a serious bother. Um, so we're now um, uh, looking to uh, a home game against uh, uh, against Liverpool, uh, and it's uh, great anticipation. Always, always games that are Excite the Gallagher corner. 37,000 at the game, and um, reflected by the team, uh, by who were playing, really, I think. And uh, it looks, uh, well, it's 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 unbelievable in many ways. Liverpool just left their boots in the dressing room because within five minutes, Andy Cole's got with one up. 16 minutes, he's got with two up. And 30 minutes, he's got with three up. So going at half-time, 3-0 against Liverpool... Is, is no mean feat, and especially as their team star-studded. Grubble on goal, Steve Nicol, uh, Steve Harkness, uh, Reza Ruddick, Nigel Clough, Paul Stewart, Jamie Rabnap, Dominic, Dominic Matteo, Ian Rush and Robbie Fowler. Um, still quite a team, and yet we uh, we dispatched them, to put it, put it mildly, but it was over by half-time. After the second half, Liverpool tried to come into it, but uh, it wasn't going to happen. And their manager, of course, at that time was uh, none other than Graham Sooner, so we, we got to know quite well. Um, so that's good. We're, we're now we're now not just in the middle of the league, we're heading towards the top the top uh, six. And uh, we uh, have a home game against Sheffield United next. And uh, I think everybody, certainly in the Gallagher corner, was hoping, well, if we capitalise on that Liverpool victory, we could we could be well up the league. Um, and uh, so Sheffield come and we're uh, um, uh, onto them straight away. So we may describe it. Um, the uh, first goal is uh, unchanged team, by the way, for Newcastle. Just Mike Cooper still in goal. 36,000 at the game and uh, nine minutes and uh, uh, Sheffield defender Ward um, frightened to death by Peter Beardsley, I think. As you could see, Beardsley was going to slot it in. He uh, stuck a foot out and uh, uh, deflected the ball past uh, their goalkeeper and uh, gave us 1-0 on an own goal. Then 12 minutes, we got a penalty. Um, Cole, Cole brought down and Beardsley slotted penalty home. Um, the uh, um, then uh, uh, after half time, it's our game. Um, 
73 minutes, another penalty, and Beardsley gets his second. And on the 70, so 80 minutes, Andy Cole makes it four. Sheffield never really in the game. Um, it was our game, and, and uh, we took it nicely and uh, um, pushed us up to fourth in the league, which was uh, which was nice. Um, Sheffield team was uh, um, some uh, dangerous players in Bobby Davidson, the board from Derby, a dangerous Scottish forward, Dean Whitehouse, um, and Mitch Ward, all uh, uh, tidy players. And in defence, uh, Carl Bradshaw, and in goal, Alan Kelly, one of the one of the Kelly family that uh, were all goalkeepers, um, and some of them who passed through our hands as well. So four 0 against Sheffield, and that puts us, as I say, in, in the fourth position in the league, which uh, gives everybody a, a big lift. We're now um, heading to uh, to Arsenal. We're going to Highbury. Um, we uh, Keegan. Unchanged team. Um, Mike Cooper still in goal. Um, 37,000 at Highbury. Um, the uh, unchanged team, as I say, and uh, Scott, Scott Sellers now well and truly anchored in the, in the side. Um, and uh, people are hopeful that we might at least get a point at this game, out of this game. Um, it looked as though we might, but... Uh, Certain Ian Wright um, on 16 minutes puts them 1 0 up. Um, and uh, we, uh, we're still in the game, though. We don't, we don't give it away. We, we, we keep pressing. But unfortunately, Alan Smith, the other, the other centre forward, uh, the other attacking uh, player, uh, scores on 60 minutes and makes it uh, 2 0. However, not to be outdone, Peter Beardsley scores a solo goal. On 61 to make it 2-1. And from then on, it's all Newcastle. But the only thing we can't do is get an equaliser or, or put the put the ball in the net. Uh, so we leave Highbury with a 2-1 defeat. But a but um, a creditable performance, just still the same. And now we're uh, um, another away game in, in London at uh, Tottenham at White Hart Lane. And... Uh, um, haven't had the defeated Arsenal, and uh, it, it made people wary about this one. But uh, it was noticeable in the press, though. It, it Keegan's still upbeat about 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 the team and what they were doing, and uh, um, a good game at uh, at White Hart Lane, thirty thirty one thousand at the match, um, and uh, uh, Keegan sends a um, unchanged side. Um, Tottenham have. Uh, Torsfeld and Gold, Calderwood, Sol Campbell, uh, Sedgley, uh, Justin Edinburgh, Darren Anderton, dangerous attacking player, Mark Kasky, Mickey Hazard, Finney Samwards, and Nick Barnby, who they got from the borough, of course. Um, so a dangerous side, a good football side. And their manager was uh, none other than Ozzy Ardilis. Um, and uh, uh, which... You know, you'd expect to say the team managed to be playing football because that's certainly what he tried to do with us. Um, anyway, um, 54 minutes, first half's nil-nil, end-to-end, but nobody can put the ball in the net. Um, second half, 54 minutes, Peter Beardsley gives us the lead. And then the same Nick Bambi I've just talked about, 
with a penalty after um, Mickey Hazard was brought down in the box uh, to make it 1-1. And then um, Peter Beardsley again, with almost the last kick of the game, makes it 2-1 to Newcastle. A very, very creditable and a very, very well-earned uh, victory um, at, at White Hart Lane and puts us in the third spot in the in the Premiership, which um, is uh, great for a side that's just been promoted. Um, so we now come back to a home game against Manchester United and uh, they're, they're really playing well at the moment, a team of all-stars. And uh, having had a, a, a go at them at uh, Old Trafford, everybody thinks they should here. Uh, 37,000 at the game. And uh, um, interestingly, um, a good picture, Steve Watson. Um, Steve Watson's dad and I were in the same class at school, <laughs> just as a, 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 a sideline. Um, and... Uh, um, same uh, same team from Newcastle, except uh, um, uh, Keegan slots in Robbie Elliott because there's an injury at the Barrisford. And uh, a good game, end-to-end stuff. First half, uh, both sides do everything but put the ball in the onion bag uh, and we go in nil-nil at half-time. Um, straight, uh, not straight after, but 59 minutes. Um, Paul Ince, Dangerous midfielder for Manchester United. Um, slots in a, a a goal from a corner, and everybody thinks, "Oh, here we go." But um, with Andy Cole in your team, you're never dead. And on 71 minutes, he scores a really nice solo goal uh, to uh, give us the draw. And uh, in what was an entertaining game, Manchester United team just just for record: Schmeichel, Paul Parker. Stephen Roger Bruce, <laughs> Gary Gary Pallister, ex Borough man, uh, Dennis Irwin, Ryan Giggs, Paul Ince, Brian McClare, uh, Lee Sharp, and uh, Eric Daniel Pierre Cantona. Oh, what a mouthful! Um, and uh, Mark Hughes. What a lineup, and yet we were able to match them toe to toe and, and get it get a good result out of it um next game is uh, uh everton away and uh um be nice to get a point out of this one everybody thinks well um same team from keegan and uh they're not interested in points we go at everton hammering tongues from the kickoff and on 14 minutes, it's rewarded by Andy Cole slotting in the opener. We go in 1-0 at half-time and uh, don't look like losing that 1-0. After the second half, again, the team just uh, goes at Everton, gives them a real a real uh, run around. And on 76 minutes, Peter Beardsley makes it 2-0. And uh, we go home with a famous victory from Goodison. 26,000 at the game. Um, and of course... Uh, um, Jimmy Gabriel was manager, but caretaker manager, because they just sacked the uh, the previous uh, manager, and uh, um, Everton in some sort of transition. So we met them on a good day, but still some t- some players in of great stature, like Dave Watson, the centre half, um, Ian Snowden, 
um, Graham Stewart, who we've talked about before, Mark Ward, um, Tony Cotty, and Stuart Barlow. Still not a bad side, but uh, on that day, it was Newcastle. It was us. We 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 uh, we took the game deservedly and uh, never looked like losing it. And it secures our place as as fourth fourth in in the league. We're now to a home match with uh, with Leeds. Um, Leeds pundits think should be up there challenging. They're never an easy team to beat. Um, Keegan Fields an unchanged team, um, and uh, thirty seven thousand at the game, and uh, it's uh, it's a good game. It's 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 uh, another what nil nil at half time. End to end stuff. Neither both teams did everything but put the ball in the onion net, onion bag, and uh, we went in nil nil. Um, but an entertaining game. Then on um, sixty six minutes, uh, Cliff Fairclough, who, who, who got the accolade of being super sub when he was at Liverpool, because <laughs> every time he came on, he seemed to score a goal. Uh, well, he scored a goal here as well. 66 minutes, he puts Leeds in the lead. And uh, it looks like that's how it's going to end until the one and only Andy Cole on the 86 minutes decides he's had enough and, and races through the Leeds defence unopposed and uh, slots the ball past uh, past the Leeds goalkeeper, who was uh, Mark Beanie on the day. Um, great side at the time. Um, Gary Kelly, Fairclough. Uh, Pemberton, Tony DiRigo, uh, Hodge, Gary McAllister, Brian Dean, big centre forward, Noel Whelan, and uh, Rod Wallace, all all clever attacking players. Um, but uh, we, we got the 1 1 in the end, uh, which probably satisfied Leeds as much as it did us. We're now at, uh, away to Chelsea, and. Uh, um, we uh, hopeful that we might get something out of this game, um, but uh, um, hope and Newcastle United don't always go together. Um, and uh, unchanged team, uh, but uh, two subs, Mark Robinson and Alex Matthew, have to be used fairly early on uh, due to injuries, and uh, twenty four thousand at the game. And uh, it's not a bad game, but on 11 minutes, Mark Steen, their dangerous centre forward, who they got from Coventry, um, uh, puts them in the lead. Uh, and that's it. Uh, no, neither side looked like scoring after that. Tries we might, and we did try. There's no doubt about that. We couldn't get the ball past, uh, past the Chelsea goal. And... Uh, um, Star team in many ways: Steve Clark, um, Frank Sinclair, Craig Burley, uh, Gavin Peacock, who we we get to know, Dennis Wise, who we get to know, Neil Shipperley and Mark Steen, uh, a talented team. Anyway, one nil it stayed, and, and uh, um, not a disgraceful loss by any means, but uh, kept us. Uh, uh, fifth in the league and and, and uh, um, still hunting. Manchester City come to St James's Park next. Um, Keegan plays an unchanged side. Thirty six thousand at the game. 
in Manchester City, a talented team, uh, being talked about as uh, possible champions, if not this year, then certainly next year. Um, and uh, um, I mean, all, all some great stars in the thing. Tony Corton and goal, big goalkeeper. Um, David Brightwell, um, great attacking midfielder whose parents were Olympic athletes, of course. Um, Steve Lomas, David Rowcastle, Fitzroy Simpson, and Carl Schutt, who was a very dangerous forward. Um, as I say, 36,000 at the game. And uh, it's an uh, entertaining football match. If, if, if you were there, it was, uh, it was good stuff. And on 28 minutes, uh, Andy Cole makes it 1-0. And then with the last kick of the half, same Andy Cole makes it 2-0. So we go in 2-0 against Manchester City. Second half, City come out and give it a go, but we resist. And it ends up 2-0 uh, to us, which is secures our fourth place, which is, which is wonderful. Um, next, we're off to Norwich City. Um, and... Uh, Good football side, Norwich, Carrow Road, um, uh, 20,000 at the game. Um, the uh, Norwich team has some good names, Brendan Gunn and Brian Gunn and goal, um, Ian Butterworth, Rob Newman, Chris Sutton is a, a name that we know on TV now, Mark Bowen, uh, Roel Fox, Gary Megson. Uh, names that we get to know, and uh, Ifan Okuku, um, a very dangerous attacking player. Um, a good side, and uh, on four minutes, Mark Bowen puts them 1-0 in the lead, and it looks like that's uh, that's how it's going to stay, because end-to-end -end it was, but still, um, initially, it didn't look like we were going to do anything with it. Then, on 21 minutes, Peter Beardsley uh, produces some magic and dribbles through their defence and makes it 1-1. So half-time 1-1, one, one, and uh, everybody's happy with that, but uh, not Andy Cole. He's, he's starting second half, he plays um, so much differently than the first. Every ball he got, you thought he was going to score. And on 79 minutes, he did. Newcastle go home 2-1 winners, and uh, fixed firmly now with fourth spot in the in the premiership, which, um, you know, people struggle to... Uh, um, comprehend the fact that uh, a promoted side could be could be in that position uh, by this part of the season. So we're now um, at Coventry City in the third round of the FA Cup. Uh, uh, sorry, they come to us in the third round of the FA Cup. And uh, of course, Newcastle are over Cup run, don't they? And the crowd shows that 30, 37,000 for Coventry. And uh, well, it's uh, a good game, but uh, Andy Cole on 21 minutes already puts it out of Coventry's reach, really, because they, they never look like scoring, although they're playing good football. And uh, it stays like that till half time. Second half, midway through 76 minutes, Peter Beards makes it 2 0, and that's Newcastle through to the fourth round of the FA Cup, which uh, uh, sigh of relief uh, in the Gallagher corner. That we're making progress in, in, in both the cups at the moment. So we're now uh, having a away game in the league at QPR. And remember what they did to us at St James's Park. People were a bit nervous. Um, but uh, 
needn't have been too nervous because on four minutes at uh, Loftus Road, um, Lee Clark makes it 1-0. Um, Gary Pierce equalises on, on 20 minutes and uh, it looks like we might be going 1-1, but uh, um, Peter Bielsi on 62 minutes produces a piece of magic and makes it 2-1. And we never looked like losing that lead. Uh, we, we were always going to win that match. And uh, 16,000 at the game. And that win puts us to the heady heights of third in the in the, in the Premiership. Uh, and uh, a sigh of relief by, by everybody because uh, they expected that uh, um, Ferdinand and, and others would give us a great deal of difficulty in that match. Um, now Southampton at home. Now, remembering what Leticia did to us at uh, the Dell, um, people were hoping, well, well, we'll knuckle them down this time. Same unchanged team uh, from Keegan. Um, still uh, uh, Hooper in goal because of the injuries and uh, um, 33,000 at the game um, which uh, is uh, nice for Southampton um, and uh, well all going well until five minutes and Neil Madison makes <laughs> makes it 1-0 um, and we're struggling we're not, we're not at our best in this one um, and uh, um, however, Andy Cole, 38 minutes, slots the one in, that's 1-1, one, one. Um, and everybody thinks, oh, well, well, we'll really have a go at them after the half-time whistle. And we did, to, to a large extent, but never looked like scoring. But then, of course, when you've got somebody like Letizia in your team, um, he, just, he just sailed through our defence, on 83 minutes and made it 2-1 to Southampton. And we never looked like we could recover that. Never looked like it. There was no um, backs-to-the-wall stuff. They sailed through to a 2-1 victory, which was uh, um, disappointing because it, it, it knocked us back down the league a little bit to fourth. Um, and uh, while we were enjoying the heavy heights of, uh, of third. Next game is... Uh, Luton Town at St James's Park in the fourth round of the FA Cup. And uh, we uh, hoping to make progress. 33,000 at the game. Unchins team from, from, from Keegan. And uh, um, it's gone quite well. We're, we're playing well. Good football game. But uh, Tony Thorpe from, from Luton makes it 1-0 on 39 minutes. And uh, we look like we're, we're struggling to get the equaliser. Hammer away, run 76 minutes, Cole's brought down in the area, going for a ball, and Peter Beardsley scores the penalty. And it's a 1-1 draw. And that's how it stays to the end. We never looked like we would get a winner, and neither did they. So 1-1 in, uh, in, uh, in the fourth round against Luton. So that means a, a replay. Um and uh, Luton's side is uh, one or two uh, um, interesting players. Anthony Thorpe, Kerry Dixon, ex-Chelsea, uh, David Priest, Scott Oakes, uh, ex-Manchester City. Uh, dangerous players in that day and uh, um, um, worthy of a shout in, in, the, in the Premiership. But their 1-1 uh, draw... 
um, takes us to a replay at uh, Kenilworth Road. 12,000 at the game, and uh, uh, Keegan sends an unchanged team, which is invariably what he does. Um, we uh, we look like uh, we should have a, we should have a go at this one. So I say twelve and a half thousand at the game. Um, unchanged side. It looks it looks promising until uh, um, sixteen minutes of ex Arsenal centre for John Hartson makes it one nil for Luton. Um, and uh, we're struggling to get into this game, and it looks like our FA Cup story is going to come to an end because uh, we just can't get into it. And just as we think we are, Scott Oaks for them makes it 2 0, and there's no way after that that we look like we're even going to get near scoring. Um, and the, the teams that played were the, the teams that played in the first game, not, not a change in either side, but 2 0 to Luton. And that's our FA Cup run at an end. So we're now um, away to Wimbledon uh, in the league. Um, we've seen a lot of that this season. And uh, hoping that we might get something out of this game. But uh, um, it's not to be Wimbledon are on song when on their own pitch. It's Ellis Park, rather. 13,500 at the game. Uh, Robbie Earl on nine. Um, Gary Blissett on... 25 uh, um, and then after half time we get a bit of hope with Beardsley scores on 59 minutes uh, 50 minutes rather uh, but John Fashionu makes it 3 on 50 56 and then Dean Holdsworth on 64 makes it 4 and it looks like a real thousand but uh, then it, just towards the end Peter Beardsley gets a second and it's another penalty uh, makes it 4-2. Looks a bit tidier, but still a still a disappointing defeat. We end up uh, after that still in fourth place, but by the by the skin of our teeth. Um, Warren Barton's still in their team, um, as are Vinnie Jones, John Fashionu, Dean Holdsworth. Um, but the crazy gang overturned the well and truly 4-2. And uh, We're next um, away to uh, Blackburn Rovers um, in uh, the league. Um, we want something out of this one because they're one of the challengers. And uh, with uh, Shearer and Gallagher and uh, Ripley in the forward line are a dangerous side. And of course in the midfield they've got none other than a little lad called uh, David Batty, who, who's uh, um, someone we get to know very well. Um, the game is, is a good game. Uh, nil nil at half time, end to end stuff, but nobody can put it in the, in the onion bag. Um, Kelly, Kenny Dalglish, their manager, of course. And uh, things looked like we were going to go to a nil 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 draw. But then from a corner, their big centre half, David May, uh, manages a, a bullet header and uh, puts it past Hooper and uh, we, we, we lose 1-0 and uh, regrettably that shows us down the league again to, to fifth which is still quite creditable but people were disappointed when we were actually up as high as third um, 
Coventry City at home next. Um, surely this is a team we can beat. That they're not pulling up the trees by themselves. Uh, and uh, Pavel's back in goal. Pavel Cernicek. Um, otherwise, it's an unchanged team. Um, Twenty-two thousand at uh, St James's Park. It's interesting how the crowd varies with when it's been a run of bad results. And Coventry aren't the ex most exciting team, but uh, anyway, twenty-two thousand at the uh, at the game. Well, it it, it looked looked awful first half, nil nil, and it was an awful nil nil. Nobody looked like scoring, and the football was absolutely drab. So I don't, don't know whether Keegan give Andy Cole three Winterbix at half time, but he come out and he just run Coventry ragged. They couldn't hold him. 49 minutes, 70 minutes, 77 minutes. And then he lays on the four, uh, fourth for Alex Matthew on 86 minutes. And we beat Coventry 4-0. And well and truly beat them. But all on the second half. First half was dreadful. But an Andy Cole second half uh, gave us the 4-0 victory. And... Uh, Pushed us back up to third place, which um, made the Gallagher corner very happy. So we uh, we now away at Sheffield Wednesday. Now, having given them a, a tough time at uh, St James's, we, we hope we can do it at uh, at Hillsborough. Um, Keegan sends the same team with certain check back and goal, staying and goal. Thirty three and a half thousand at the game. At Hillsborough, um, Paul Durkins, the, the referee, another character referee, and uh, um, nil nil at half time. It's a it's a, a good game, but nobody looked like scoring. Um, and then um, looked like it was petering out to a nil nil uh, result, but then Andy Cole, as he, as he often did. Um, all on his own, picks up a ball mid midway between the halfway line and the in the goal line, and just runs and runs and runs, and runs right in the back of the net with the ball. Nobody could touch him. Um, so at eighty-eight minutes, with barely time to kick off, we've got a one-nil victory, which is uh, um, everybody's absolutely delighted about. Um, Sheffield Wednesday, course got its character. It's Trevor Francis, the manager now. The first million pound player and pressman and goal. Um, Des Walker at centre, centre back. Um, Calvin Carlton Palmer at, uh, uh, alongside him. Um, Andy Sinton, Gordon Watson, and Mark Bright. Gordon Watson, a talented player who's getting uh, injury, injury, curbed his career when he could have been an absolutely star for his team and for England as well. So we're now um, back home to Swindon. Now Swindon are struggling. Um, we shouldn't have any difficulty with Swindon uh, and uh, and we don't. It's it's one of those games from from the start, you know, it's it's gonna gonna go your way. Um, we get a penalty in 12 minutes and Peter Beardsley slots that away. Uh, 18 minutes Rob Lee puts a screamer in and then um, after half time, 67 minutes, Rob Lee puts another one in. Another penalty for Beardsley uh, on 70 minutes. Um, Steve Watson on 76 and 79. Can't believe his luck. Left under mark twice on corners and scored two. And then Rule Fox 
on 84 um, makes it seven uh, to us. In, in between on 77 minutes, John Moncur for them slots in a consolation. 7-1 victory, which uh, um, fixes us firmly at third, which uh, uh, pleases everybody in the Gallagher corner. We uh, now um, go to West Ham with uh, um, some trepidation because they've been playing well and, and, and they're always a hard team to beat at, uh, at Upton Park, the bowling ground as they call it nowadays. 23,000 at the game. Um, and uh, they've got their, their usual range of stars with uh, uh, um, Lee Chapman, Tony Morley, Trevor Morley rather, Mick Marsh, Ian Bishop, all all very, very dangerous players. Um, Keegan um, sends a, a unchanged team uh, to West Ham. And... Uh, it's a good game, football game, um, and uh, on 34 minutes, uh, uh, Rob Lee, Cracker makes it 1-0. Um, 56, uh, Tim Brigger uh, scores and, and makes it 1-1. Then 69, Andy Cole scores. 72, um, Rob Lee scores. Uh, Alvin Martin, 81 for them. And then Alex Matthew, 89 for us. 4-2, and there was never ever going to be any change to that. We controlled the game after before, even before that, but certainly after it, there was no backs to the wall stuff. It was it was definitely our game. And uh, keeps us nicely sat in third place in the league. We're now um at home to uh, Ipswich Town and uh we beat them at their pitch, and, and we hope we beat them at St James's. Thirty, thirty-three thousand in the in the in the uh, the crowd to an unchanged team um, with uh, um, a good a good feeling about this game. I remember being in the Gallagher corner and thinking that this this is one we should win. Scott Sellers on thirty-seven minutes gives with a lead, and we go in one 0 at half time, and. Uh, we uh, we're not in any trouble with that, but one nil's always a dangerous score. Score, uh, but um, Andy Cole on 70, 77 minutes makes it two uh, uh, two nil. Uh, Ipswich never never looked like scoring. Played some decent football, but was never going to trouble. Were really um, their side um, uh, some um, stars of, of yesteryear mostly. Um, Phil Whelan, Paul Mason, uh, Mick Stockwell from Wolves, John Walk, um, and Chris Coomia, um, dangerous attacking players. Um, 30, 32,000 and a half at St. James' Ipswich is not, it's not bad. But it reflects, I think, the fact that people now see us um, as getting involved with the top. Because we're third, we're fixed third. We're not, we're not up and down like a yo-yo. We're, we're really, we're really um, uh, look like we're doing things. And with a home game against Norwich next, everybody's hoping that a, a win, this win would uh, really cement things for. Her. And uh, Norwich come, and it's uh, it's a 
good good day for football, right? My memory serves, serves me right. And they um, meet a unchanged Newcastle side, uh, 33,000 in the ground at St. James's. And uh, the uh, another referee, Tony, Terry Holbrook, who used to uh, get into trouble for saying too much. Um, and uh, we uh, we just, it's, it's, a, it's a, how can you say, not an easy victory, but not a one that we look ever going to lose. Norwich weren't, weren't uh, running us around. Um, so our unchanged team served us well. And Norwich, well, they came with uh, uh, John Dehan as, as their manager now, uh, ex-West Ham player. Um, and their, their team with uh, Gunn, Culverhouse, Neil Adams, uh, Mark Bourne, Ian Cook, Gary Megson, here we go, Jeremy Goss. And Darren Eady, all dangerous players on the day, but not not this day. Andy Cole thirty seven, Rob Lee fifty, and Pete Lebiancy seventy, and we got a three 0 victory, which uh, keeps us nicely fixed in third place in the league. Next game is is a is a tough one, um, away to Leeds United. Um, never easy, however Leeds are playing, and Howard Wilkinson's their manager now. Um, Remarkable how some of these characters have stayed around management and football for many, many years. Howard Wilkinson, um, with a with a talented lead side, and uh, um, which has in it none other than a young man called Gary Speed, who they've just um, brought into the side, and with uh, alongside Tony Dorigo, Gally McAllister, and Gordon Strachan, their midfield has you know. Is strong up front. Brian Deal and Rod was very dangerous. So, forty-one thousand at the game, and uh, it's a good game, end-to-end -end stuff. Uh, and uh, the pressure's taken off Newcastle by none other than a young man called Andy Cole. Because on three minutes, he makes it one 0 Newcastle United, um, and uh, it's going it's going well. Um, and uh, we're uh, Looks like a famous victory all the way until Leeds bring on that man called Super Sub, Chris Fairclough, and bang on 89 minutes. Last kick of the game almost, he makes it 1-1. It isn't time hardly to restart for it give it a chance to, to counter that. But uh, even so, 1-1 at Leeds at any time is, is not a bad result. But it uh, would have been nice to have got, uh, got one over them. So we now um, head back to St James's Park for a home game against Chelsea. Talented Chelsea side who are up there with us, um, fighting for the for the positions that matter. Um, unchanged team from Keegan. Um, changes the only things he changed are the substitutes, and uh, thirty three thousand at the game, and uh, entertaining game, good football. Both teams hitting the woodwork. Um, but no, nobody could could actually stick it in the bag. Uh, and uh, um, Glenn Hoddle now, Chelsea manager, um, and uh, uh, talented side Steve Clark, Malky Donaghy, um, Frank Sinclair, Craig Burley, Neil Nigel Spackman, Dennis Wise, John Spencer, and Tony Cascarino. Uh, big, big centre forward who caused lots of trouble. 
Um, but despite all that talent and our talent as well, nobody looked like they were going to score, and they didn't. It ended up in a nil-nil victory, a nil, sorry, a nil-nil draw, which did us. It kept us kept us in third place, didn't damage our league position, uh, and and uh, we look forward to an away match at Manchester City. Always a tough place to go, um, but the way we're playing, we must be in with a shout. And uh, unchanged team, Keegan Sens, um, and uh, Manchester City with all the their, um, stars, um, Andy Dibble in, in goal, and Andy Hill, Keith Curl, who's uh, um, had a few managerial jobs in, in, in recent years. In fact, he, he was at Carlisle just last season. Um, David Brightwell, Steve Mahon, from, who they brought from uh, Liverpool. David Rowcastle, they got from, from Arsenal. Um, Peter Biagri from, from Forest. And Uwe, Uwe Rosler, a dangerous German centre forward. And Paul Walsh. Very, very tricky midfielder who could also score a goal or two. Um, 30, 33,700 at the game at Main Road. And it's a good game. A proper proper end-to-end premiership game. Uh, and it's looking good. Scott Sellers with a free kick on 19 minutes and we go 1-0. Paul Walsh, who I just talked about, 33 minutes gets an equaliser from a, from a corner. And then just after half-time... David Brightwall with a with a screamer from outside the box makes it two on the city. End to end stuff, and we tried, 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 but we just couldn't get an equaliser in in that game, and uh, um, we we lose two one. But it isn't such a bad defeat, and we, we retain our third position in the league. Um, next game we're away to Liverpool at Anfield, and. Uh, Daunting place to go at any time. Uh, and the Liverpool team, well, Roy Evans is manager now. 45,000 at the game. David jo- James, Roy Rob Jones, Julian Dix, Steve Nickel, who they bought from West Ham, Steve Nickel, Razor Ruddock, John Barnes, Ronnie Whelan, Jamie Redknapp, Steve McManaman, and Ian Rush. What a team of talents. And on the on the in, in attacking alongside Rush. Robbie Fowler. Um, that's a star-studded team uh, that would give anybody a game. But it, did it phase our team or phase our manager? No, it didn't. Uh, we went to Anfield and had a go. Uh, and and uh, uh, the lesson is that uh, they, weren't, they weren't ready for it. Rob Lee on three minutes, a crack of a goal, uh, a free kick, and then um, backs the wall a bit when Liverpool come back into it. And then um, on 56 minutes, Andy Cole sails through their defence like he had a habit of doing for other teams and walks the ball into the net at the finish uh, to give we're 2-0. And that's how it stayed at the end. And despite the huffing and the puffing that Liverpool did, we never looked like losing that. That was a, a great a great victory. Um, so we're, we're, we're sitting firmly third now. And even looking up rather than back and thinking, when could it be second? Could it be more? Um, so we're home to Oldham next. Um, a team we should should beat because they're, they're struggling. Um, however, it's things in, in the premiership are never that easy. 
Start off great, Raul Fox on 19 minutes, gives with the lead. Um, and then just before half time, Richard Jobson, the dangerous Oldham centre forward, makes it 1 1. Uh, and then Peter Beardsley on 56 makes it 2 1. Then Graham Sharp, their dangerous Scottish centre forward, on 57 makes it 2 2. And then on 63 minutes with a, with a screamer um, from outside the box, Rob Lee makes it 3 2. And you think, well, that's, that's the end of it. Well, it was in terms of score. All of them didn't die. They, they, they kept hammering away, and 33,000 went home. Believe even a sigh of relief that we got we got the points on the 3-2 victory. Um but an entertaining game from a side, well, fairy tale side, really. Lots of people didn't think they should be where they were, but they but they were there on merit. They played the football and got into the premiership. So we're now um running to the end of the season. If we can get decent victories from now to the end of the season, um it might not be thirds the only place we end up. So the next game's at home against Aston Villa. And uh, 33,000 at the game. Games against Villa are always entertaining. Well, this one's entertaining, but it's entertaining for the wrong reasons for Villa because uh, they score on 10 minutes. Paul Bracewell equalises on 15. And then Peter Beardsley on 23 puts her head with a penalty. Andy Cole on 41. We go in 3-1 at half-time. Beardsley with another pen on 66. Then Scott Sellers with a free kick on 79. And we beat Villa 5-1. Well and truly beat Villa. They were a beaten side at that on that day. Uh, but uh, our unchanged team did exactly what uh, what Kevin Keegan wanted from them. To keep with, keep with in third and, and give it a sniff of, of going even higher. Next game's an away game at Sheffield United. Now, to win this one and win the next one, and we'd be second. We wouldn't be third, we'd be second. Well, unfortunately, Sheffield United were waiting for it, ambushed. <laughs> it was nil-nil at half-time, but a dreadful nil-nil, very boring. 30,000 at the game. Um, and uh, uh, Sheffield United with... Uh, New centre forward Nathan Blake, a West Indian centre forward, dangerous, dangerous player, and uh, he, uh, sixty-three minutes he scored, and in the last kick of the game he scored again to make it two 0 to Sheffield. We never really looked like winning this game, even though we really wanted to. Um, but it was it was a decent game. We got we got two uh, nil. Uh, wasn't wasn't a disaster. Uh, but it, it meant that our chances of being second rather than third were, were very, very sl slowly sliding away. And the last game is uh, um, um, Arsenal. And uh, Pride's in this one more than anything because it's not going to change our position. And Pride works out because we... we, we Take it to the Arsenal. Um, Andy Cole on 46 minutes. Peter Beardsley on 66 minutes. And it's a 2-0 victory. First half was was nil-nil, but a, good, a, a decent football game with uh, 33,000 in the in the ground and Keegan playing his, his unchanged, uh, unchanged team. And Arsenal with their all-stars. Um, 
uh, Lee Dixon, Nigel Winterburn, uh, Steve Bold, Tony Adams, Ian Wright, Eddie McGoldrick, Alan Smith, Steve Morrow and Ian Selly. Um, a really star-studded team with names that still hang around now that people remember, um, particularly Ian Wright, of course, and, and whose sheer has made on the telly, and Tony Adams and Lee Dixon and Nigel Winterburns, who we see quite often on various channels. For a good 2-0 victory over Arsenal to, uh, to end the regular season and fix our place in third, which I think even the most... Um, uh, anti-Newcastle pundits had to swallow their pride and say, well, third for a promoted side was, was a good shout. And and, and it was. There, there was one other game, <laughs> typical Newcastle, never end, ends like that. Um, a Northern Ireland select team played us, or we went and played them at Windsor Park in, in Belfast. And I looked at this and I thought, what the devil are doing that for? Well, I realised it was Billy Bingham's testimonial. Now, Billy Bingham, uh, a real football man, real servant to football. And what a compliment to have a an ex-Mackham, uh, Aston Newcastle United, to go out to play in his testimonial. Uh, I, that, that surprised me. But I gather, he, 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 although he never played for us, he always had a soft spot for St James's Park in Newcastle United. So we went and played the Northern Ireland select team. And uh, um, select team it, it is, with Billy Bingham himself managing. Um, Steve Lomas, Stephen Morrow, Patterson, Paul McGibbon, Keith Rowlands, Keith Gillespie in the Northern Ireland team, Mal Donaghy, uh, David McCreary in the, uh, in the Northern Ireland select team. And Jerry Armstrong, their centre forward that did so much in the World Cup for them. Um, 8,000 turned up at Windsor Park. And uh, for a foot, as I say, for a football man, I'm delighted it is. So, third place in my first season in the in the Premiership. And I don't think that's bad. I think it, it was quite good. And people are fastened onto this uh, Keegan mantra. If they score three, we'll score four. Um, exciting times to come, I think, is how to describe it. Great stuff, George. Thanks for your research. Thanks for your show, mate. Look forward to the next one. Until the next Those With The Days, goodbye. Thanks for watching, everybody.